0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Each of our lives is a story with a predictable theme. Our actions are motivated by some set of values and principles that reflect the nature of our story. The most prominent narratives in our time are that of the consumer and economic man. The consumer pursues happiness by trying to purchase various goods to satisfy his appetites. Economic man assesses everything in terms of its dollar value. At times, we all live in these narratives. We buy things to meet our needs and wants, and we usually choose the most profitable course of action. However, to live as a Christian means that these narratives are overshadowed and controlled by the larger narrative of faith. Thus, if our consumption would cause us to be unfaithful, we will not consume. If the course of action that makes the most money does not honor God and those made in his image, we will choose some other course of action. The appetite and the dollar must serve God. We can see how this works in the gospel. Jesus was hungry. The consumer says, get something to eat. But the suggested means of getting something to eat, turning stone into bread, did not honor God and was suggested by the devil. For Jesus, the desire to be faithful the need to consume. The devil promised Jesus all the kingdoms of this world and the glory of them. However, to become rich and powerful in this manner required that Jesus' worship an idol. Again, for Jesus, the narratives of faithfulness and obedience Trumped the narratives of money and power. The story of Jesus is, is a story of the faithful Son of God, not the consumer or the economic man. Of course, as we must always understand when reflecting on temptation, the demonic promises were false. The devil is a liar, And the promised means of fulfillment would not have panned out quite as promised. You get a loaf of bread, but you lose your connection to the Father. You gain the whole world, but you lose your soul. These are our temptations also. We can only understand them if we are living in the right story the Bible provides a consistent narrative for what it means to be faithful sons and daughters of God. First, God calls his people. Then God puts them to a test, which, also, which often involves appetites, money, and power. God's people are called to be faithful through trial in order to enjoy God's blessing both in this life and in the world to come. We see this throughout the Old Testament. The glorious creation is completed and the first humans are put in charge. Then all of a sudden there is a forbidden tree and a temptation. Israel was saved from Egypt by a glorious miracle and found themselves free on the other side of the Red Sea. Then immediately God sent them in the desert for an extended time of testing. David was anointed king. Then he had to spend years running in the desert to save his life from the one who was king at that point in time. Jesus was baptized in the Jordan River and declared to be God's son. And immediately he was led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. God tests his people to see whether they will be faithful in duress and in crisis. To see whether their faith in him is That's the nature of the test. It tests the validity, the genuineness of the thing. If they pass their test, they can fulfill their vocation as God's people. And if they don't, they can't. The first humans failed the test and were expelled from the garden. Israel failed in the And none of the adult population who failed the test were allowed to enter the promised land. Saul was anointed king and tested. He failed the test and was rejected as king. David was called to be king. And he passed his test and became the type and ancestor of the Messiah. In the Old Testament, all who pass the test do so provisionally. Their successes are offset by notable failures. Jesus is the chosen son who passes the test. His faithfulness and obedience under trial establish the authentic narrative for God's This is the story we are supposed to live. We became God's adopted children through baptism and faith. And in this manner, we have been brought into the story of God's people. The story of Jesus is our story. This means that our faith will be tested. If we ask, why is God doing this to me, the answer is, does this to all of his people. As God said to Israel in Deuteronomy, quote, You shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that He might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart and whether you would keep His commandments or not. Life in this world is our wilderness. God tests us, and asks us the same questions. If we understand that this is our story, we will understand what God is doing in our lives. We will see how our lives connect with the story of God's people through the ages. And we will begin to live a life of prayer in the community of the church, that will enable us us to be faithful to our trials. However, if we see ourselves mainly as consumers or as economic man, we will always be wondering why God isn't doing a better job of satisfying our various appetites or giving us more things. We will tend to whine and complain in the wilderness rather than being faithful and contented sons and daughters of God. In the sixth chapter of Matthew's Gospel, which is our second lesson in morning prayer this morning, Jesus teaches us about the three foundational spiritual disciplines, fasting, almsgiving,
1: It is no surprise that
0: these three disciplines confront the alternative narratives head-on. We must fast. We must learn to curb and control our consumer appetites so that they won't control us and we can be faithful in our trials. We must give. We must tithe. We must learn to be generous to those in need, so that we are not controlled by a love of money, for we cannot serve God and man. We must learn to, as St. Paul says, pray without ceasing, so that we cultivate an attitude of dependence upon God and his grace, for we cannot be faithful in our trials, if we rely only on our own natural strength. Because we are God's chosen people, testing is a central part of our story. Lent is a time to renew or begin the habitual practice of prayer and spiritual disciplines that will lead us to be faithful trials. Let teaches us to live in the right story, the story of the faithful sons and daughters of God. God has adopted us as his children. He wants to give us much responsibility and many blessings in this world and in the world to come. But first, he must test us. To know what is in our hearts and whether we will keep his commandments or not. In the name of the Father and